I'm not cut out for a job in radio, I tell you. Keep stick to the day job. Hello, welcome to Borborygmy, Noises from the Veterinary World, the show that lets you overhear conversations between veterinary professionals about anything and everything that's topical in the industry. The triumphs and the tribulations, they're all in here. I'm Naomi Mella, vet and podcaster, and we're now into season three. Borborygmy is produced in association with our pals at Vetstego Diversify, and you can find heaps of talking points and conversations after each of these episodes over on our social media, so do go and check that out. This season is a unique collaboration with virtual veterinary specialists. Do you ever wish you could just conjure up a specialist to help you in person with a difficult case? Well, now you can. The wonders of cutting-edge medical technology means that VVS specialists can be instantly on hand to live guide you through procedures. The tech and the experience are, by all accounts, amazing. But don't just take our word for it. Search for Virtual Veterinary Specialists on YouTube to see video clips and find out for yourself what we're talking about. Sometimes when you're editing a podcast, the most frustrating part is how much of the gold just can't quite make the cut, as there isn't time to squeeze everything into each episode. In this season, there was so much wonderful audio and fantastic conversation that hadn't quite made it into the first nine episodes. So today, for our season finale, we're bringing you the best of the rest of the conversations we've featured so far. It's like a Christmas special, but as it's not Christmas, it's just a special. You'll hear snippets of chat from quite a few of our guests here, and don't forget, you can go back and listen to each of their full conversations in the back catalogue. So what's it like when you try a big, scary new procedure and you're being live-guided remotely? Inesh Sarau did her first pericardiocentesis directed by Nula, and here she tells us about the experience. Oh, absolutely. I was freaking out. So I was freaking out. Um, Nula was really chilled about the situation. She said it would be fine, and it, it was fine. Uh, she gave me advice in terms of what to get, and also like giving tips in terms of, oh, don't worry if this happens. Uh, it's normal. Things that you actually are not, is not, are not going to read in a book that we're not going to tell you about. Uh, things that you don't really think about sometimes when you're doing things yourself without the help of a specialist. Uh, so she really helps us push that gold standard even further. Uh, and yes, it was amazing. Um, I think as a new graduate, you're always a bit scared of everything. I mean, I, I was second guessing everything. <laughs> Every like those of the medications, I'd go home and think uh, I would think about it. Uh, and with time, and I think doing the certificate helped me a lot uh, in terms of gaining confidence and wanting to try new things. Um, so I think now I'm fairly confident and I, I do uh, want to try um, exp- new things. Um, obviously, if I feel like it's a bit too much and it's out of my reach, I, I will not do it. But if it's something that I, I'm confident to uh, absolutely. Uh, and VVS helps in, the, in that aspect. In, for example, that procedure of the pericardiosynthesis, it just made it uh, so much easier. I think it's pretty amazing. I don't understand why people don't use it in other places. I wouldn't consider going back to anything else. And how about from the other side of the fence? How do the vets at VVS feel when someone accomplishes something new? Sarah Aldridge's colleague took a bone marrow biopsy for the first time under Susanna's guidance. And here, Nula, Ruth and Lydia talk about that moment. 
So I was really impressed by your colleague, Sarah, and how well she did with the bone marrow biopsy. That's quite a daunting procedure to do, even if you're sort of being handheld in a you know, physical, somebody's right there by your side. But I think uh, our internal medicine specialist, Susanna, was, you know, something she's done a lot of. So I think she could instill that confidence. She knew how to, to um, what images she needed to see with the camera so it could all be set up so that everything was visible to her. So she could really guide uh, your colleague on how to do that in a safe and effective way. But I, I think your colleague did an, a really impressive job. And actually, it was amazing to see her elation after she got the bone you know the core biopsy it it was just it was fantastic to see and I think that's something also that we really love at, at VVS is kind of celebrating you know your success because that's a new skill that hopefully now she would feel that she'd be comfortable to do in practice on her own. I think one of the challenges that we've had is that is trying to explain the service to people because it's um it is really hard to explain quite what VVS does and how involved it can be and and actually the the best way we found is to show people and Lydia did a brilliant clip recently of um one of our partner vets doing a bone marrow biopsy under live guidance and it it's just brilliant they have the confidence to go ahead and try and then when they get a, a perfect bone marrow biopsy um which then went on you know to be diagnostic and and the patients get having a, a good outcome um we really share in in that joy and the only, you can't describe that really the, the best way is we found to try and show sort of little clips to people um because it's really hard to understand how it works otherwise and i think we often think oh the specialists have this otherworldly view in the veterinary profession or they're in their referral centers but they're real people too and they they really take as much joy and pride in your success they're just as pleased and just as happy that it's gone well and you can often see that and I think that's what really builds the relationship between client and and specialist in with VVS is because they they have these cases and they're going well and they get feedback and and as the case progresses they're doing really well and the owners are happy and there's this really lovely communication between vet and specialist that just builds on as the cases go on and and I think that lovely that lovely bond is really nice to watch as well. We often talk about learning by doing, but learning by watching and seeing is often overlooked. Here, Pedro talks about this during his residency. Pretty much for two years, I was holding dogs and just seeing scans. And that alone was uh, very, very valuable because a lot of the times I wasn't doing the scanning, but my brain, my eyes were seeing the the, the pictures as they should be uh, done, and uh, that helped me know when when I'm scanning and when I started scanning, know what I had to achieve, what I had to get in terms of, of quality of the picture, in terms of the actual view, what to what to look for, and also I've seen so many many scans that uh, you know you just it just it becomes second nature i think my conversation with claire and jenny was an hour and a half of joy which was such a privilege to be part of so here's another little snippet of them talking oncology and professional relationships 
I decided that a, a new approach was needed for me um, to try and get oncology out into the, the general practice world a little bit better. So for 18 years, I've been teaching students how to do oncology um, and not really seeing a dramatic change in what practices were offering. And so it kind of dawned on me that in order to change what practices offer for oncology, I need to go to the vets actually out there. So I decided that it was time for a change and um, I decided to piece out all the little bits that I loved about my academic career. So supporting vets, um, making sure that clients had access to really good quality expert advice and also supporting vets through their careers to be able to get more joy from the profession, really enjoy what they do and enjoy the challenges that we can see in the profession through our cases and get great results. So yeah, that's that's why I ended up running my own business and working for VVS as part of that. You know, people think of oncology as such a negative field to be in. I just totally disagree. You know, having worked in internal medicine where Many of the cases have really significant disease and you all you can kind of do is manage it as best you can. And so many cases that I used to see through medicine, maybe I wasn't very good at medicine, but so many cases used to die or not have a resolution. And, you know, it was quite depressing in some ways. Whereas when you go to oncology, people come to you with a diagnosis. They're devastated you know it's going to die. And so everything that you can do from that point is a is progress and benefit. And I just love supporting the clients through that journey because it's it's a really tough journey. You know, I lost my own dog to cancer, so I really understand how hard it is for the clients. And now I just love the clients. They're so so supportive and, and lovely. I mean, they're just lovely. If, you know, if you get them on side early and explain what's going on, they've really engaged properly. And it helps me to support them make the right decisions. And sometimes that right decision is to do nothing. And also, you know, because these cases are usually highly emotionally charged from an owner's point of view, you know, you've always got that, oh, if I if I go down this route and it all goes wrong, they're, you know, they're going to be so upset and you've got all of that kind of extra pressure, which is why I think it's just so nice to kind of have that extra level of support so that you can discuss, you know, this is what I think might be the right thing to do, but to have someone who's got all that experience behind them to say, yeah, that sounds like a great plan, just just gives you that confidence to, you know, to kind of continue managing the case, in, you know, in the way that you might have done on your own, but probably wouldn't have slept very well that night or whatever you know it's but this is how it goes if you end up using specialists regularly they do become a colleague on the end of the phone you know um it's not some scary specialist who's just you know the name on a textbook kind of thing they are someone that you get to know and it's so lovely to be able to just have you know genuine meaningful conversations where you can say whatever your worries are or whatever and you know it's absolutely fine to discuss them and but, but you know you're getting you know such good advice when you're a specialist, you're sometimes called in to consult on some pretty weird and wonderful cases. Here, Susanna, Christelle, Simona and Nula talk about the most unusual animals they've been involved with. In case you were wondering, Christelle does live in South Africa. When I was working um, at Vets Now, we had quite a big um, exotics 
department and at times I would help them with bits and pieces but mostly was a sheet as that I did um, as an exotic job that they were doing at a zoo a marble zoo and um, yeah it was quite exciting extremely cold day because it was peak of winter we're freezing our bottom sides and outdoors <laughs> waiting for the keepers to bring this sheeter in that was completely zonked out and was completely anesthetized for us to do the endoscopy yeah not not a very rewarding endoscopy from findings but extremely um extremely good experience with with different species yeah it was brilliant and lovely animal lovely animals I've got a client who um, is practicing from sort of an old house in a neighborhood and he's actually got lions that he keeps there. So I go out maybe once a month and I do some ultrasounds for him. Yeah, so you can hear them at night if you live in that neighborhood. And, um, and then I do some CT scans of pangolins. We've got a clinic here who does a lot of, um, I suppose, rescue work because they're being trafficked so heavily. I think they're even more endangered than the rhino is at the moment. They do CT as part of their workup. They do ultrasounds to kind of learn about the anatomy. And then I look at the CTs for them. As a neurologist, I think when I was doing my internship in the States a while back, we had a tiger from a zoo that had the peripheral neuropathy. So we had to do some electrodiagnostic on on the big animal. And it's quite impressive, actually. They're so beautiful. Probably the most interesting one I ever did was a, um, again, it was an exotics clinic when I was doing my residency and we had a, a huge macaw that came in. Um, I've never handled a bird like that before, but um, I don't know if you know what the size of the beak of a macaw is, but it's pretty, uh, pretty enormous. So this macaw was being restrained so that we could ultrasound it. I think it must have had air sac disease because otherwise you typically can't ultrasound the heart of a a bird. Um, and the macaw managed to kind of get loose of its of its restraint and kind of the head reared up. Thankfully missed my finger as I was holding the probe and just literally sliced straight through the ultrasound cable. So yeah, that was that was quite a, a memorable event. And finally, here's Kelly on being a GP and the joys of stretching your skills in collaboration with a specialist. I'm a GP you know if you go to your GP with a problem they will often refer you to a specialist and yes I could do a basic heart scan I could do this but we like to work to the gold standard in this hospital and that's always been at the forefront of my sort of ethos for this hospital is that we work to the gold standard and having had that you know, specialist input, some of the things that you find on a basic heart scan that actually you would never have even noticed. Yes, we'd say, oh, yeah, this cavity's got a left atrial enlargement. And then actually we find all these other little things and, you know, look at this ruptured cord tendony and, you know, that sort of stuff that you, even if you are doing basic cardiology scanning you just get so much more from it kelly god you sound like an amazing boss i want to be i would love to work for you (laughs) thanks so much for listening it means a lot to us that you do if you enjoyed this episode please share it wherever you can and do tell a friend because we'd love more of you to join our community celebrating the veterinary profession and those working within it Borborygmy is brought to you by me, Naomi Mella, as part of Vet Stay Go Diversify. 
You can drop me a DM with any feedback or suggestions at Naomi the Vet with underscores between on Instagram or Twitter. And you can find VVS on any of the social platforms if you just search VVS Vet. Thanks to everyone involved this season. Your support is much appreciated. <laughs>